everybody, and welcome to the Ultimate Fictional Character Showdown. We are here to find the Ultimate Fictional Character, and we already finished our first round, which is pretty crazy. Yes, we did. Yeah, I'm Massaveo. This is Christian Humes, and uh, the winner of that was actually Sailor Moon. So go back and listen to that. If you haven't listened to it, uh, make sure you go through all of those episodes and see how we got to that conclusion. But today is a very special episode. Isn't that right, Christian? Today is something we have a chance to bring someone back. Yeah, so typically this won't be a part of our normal feed. And this is also the end of our launch week. You know, mm-hmm. if you notice, a lot of these episodes came out very close to each other. We're going to go weekly after this. Yep. And every bracket of five episodes is going to be the end of a division. Mm-hmm. But if you're a Patreon subscriber, you're going to get one of these loser brackets. So today is a sample of that. And ultimately what we do is we're going to allow people to vote on the losers from each episode and then we're going to pick the number one of those losers every time and yes. let those four people go head to head. And the winner of the losers round gets to go back into the bucket for the next season. So they get a second chance. So that way, like four characters from each season, if you feel like they got a raw deal, they get a second chance at this. Just like a phoenix resurrecting through the flame, they will come back. And I think there's some actually, there's some good chances in there. Yeah, we uh, have some really strong characters yeah. here. It's it's hard to call these people losers. Yeah, today uh, we actually we picked <laughs> these ones for today. Yeah, uh, yeah. Be, since since we did this whole first round together. Yes, but next time it will be you guys get to vote uh, on who you think. Right, gets to and you back. let us know what you think you got wrong. So since we're not basing this on fan input, this is like a, a taste of things to come. If you would mm-hmm. like to be a subscriber to our Patreon. This will typically be longer, like a full episode length, but right now we're just uh, testing the waters here so that you can see what we want to offer you all. But at the same time, if you're a free subscriber, you're not going to miss anything that would ultimately be in the actual winner's bracket. Because this is just the losers getting a fighting chance to come back. It's additional content. And uh, probably if you're a big fan of the show and you're telling us what we're getting wrong, this is where we're going to be correcting those mistakes. Exactly. So Exactly. Because we we're not we're not perfect. Yeah, we're not we're not we're just guys who like like you know media and television and movies and books. That being said, the winners are final. That's correct. Uh, the winners are final, and they are uh, forever going to be remembered in history. Yes. So so without further ado, let's get into our first loser's brackets. Let's do it. Let's do it. So our first matchup we got coming back from uh, what we think we made a mistake and we might, might have made a mistake, and we feel like uh, Zach Morris is going to be coming back to show us what it really means to be a 90s kid. Uh, he'll be going up against the Keyblade Warrior, Keyblade Master, Mr. Sora. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see of these two who returns to the bucket. Yeah. Because I think these two are especially powerful, smart, interesting, and dynamic characters. Uh, Zach Morris, was that our first episode of the show? It was our first episode. So, we, so you know, we, we went, I feel, we, we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we I, talked about this in, in the post show, which is our text message thread. Yeah. <laughs> and in the post show, we're discussing it and thinking... We may have got one wrong already. <laughs> We're one episode and we we may have made a mistake because I think, I don't know if maybe Zach should have won that episode, but I don't know if Zach should have been eliminated in the first round. Yeah, who did he lose to again? I don't even remember. <sighs> Man, uh, I don't know. We've just have so many character discussions already. It's yeah. hard to keep track. Oh, yeah. I'll, and I, you know, I think in Zach, we, sure, yes, he's kind of a douche. He's kind of, or he's kind of a But jerk. it's like you need a heel, right? Yeah. Life needs great heels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's... It, that is is a testament to what a character is because he's not really a good guy in a lot of ways. He's kind of a jackass. He's manipulative. Yeah, he's he's like kind of a jerk, but um but he still love him. people still love him. You still love him and like he encompasses like that nostalgia that everyone wants. Like everyone like strives and like leans forward. Like when they think the 90s, 
I, you like Zach Morris kind of like put the staple on it. I think, yes. you know, you, I, yes. I, I, that's where I go. And I think that, and I think that's, that's a whole decade that yeah. you kind of, I really do think he represents the nineties. Like, like, you know, that bright color, like, I don't know. Like it's to me, we, we kind of like he was, he holds so much significance to culture. Uh, he, and he's the cool guy. He's the cool he's, guy. He's the nineties Fonz. Yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. He's the nineties Fonz. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Um, but you know, so there, we have that, but we also have Sora who, who had a tough matchup. Um, but here I think Sora is such an important character. It's the one person who is binding two worlds that are completely different, combining them together. He is like the reason these two worlds are colliding. Yeah. Uh, he brought two franchises together. You know, it's true. It's true. Sora is a weird character because at face value, what Sora does seems incredible, but it's also very confusing. Like if you show people Kingdom Hearts that are unaware of that franchise. Yeah. It's almost a turnoff because it's so strange. It's mm-hmm. like, well, who is this anime guy hanging out with Mickey Mouse? And why is that guy from Final Fantasy seven there? Yeah. But would you say, though, like I didn't even think about this, but because of that, like like I, I was pretty young when Kingdom Hearts One came out, and Kingdom Hearts was the reason I got into Final Fantasy because mm. uh, because it had this factor, and I, I love Disney. I still love Disney, right? Um, and I was like, this is so crazy, and like I was familiar with the characters of Final Fantasy, but because of Kingdom Hearts and because of Sora, you go being going living through Sora, I was able to meet all of these other characters of how I wouldn't have gotten uh, into before this game. You know what I mean? Before I, I had no idea. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because for me when I was younger, I was more of a Zach Morris kid, and so when I saw Kingdom Hearts for the first time, I'm like, what is this like video game for for like what is this for babies? Like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. I was like, who's gonna play this game? Is yeah. What? And so now here we have a culture clash of the Zach Morris kids versus the Disney kids because I wasn't really a Disney like I like Disney movies, but there's there's a thing if you're unaware. I mean, we're here in Southern California, but there. There are Disney kids. It's a thing. It's a culture. It's a way of life. Yeah, I, I never, I never went that far. Okay. Uh, okay. But I, I did. I do. Ha- I, I had a pass for years. Uh, you that's know. that's much different than most people, though. I, think. I don't go like uh, I. I don't know how people like go every weekend. Yeah, those people Disney are. bound. And I'm like that's <laughs> that's what do you do? Like I don't know. Like whatever. It's like, a way of life. Yeah. 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 People go to Disney like I no get judgment every weekend. No judgment, but uh, <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> Here. So, you know, because we got to make sure also we're not battling Saved by the Bell versus Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. We're talking about the characters. Right. Because we're talking about the characters. And that being said, it's even hard to try to compare those two because it's like, I think for a general population, more people know what uh, Saved by the Bell is than Kingdom Hearts. It's like, what are the sales on Kingdom Hearts? A few million? Well, yeah. Like maybe. However, are we thinking too small? Because uh, I I, I would argue that only Americans would identify with Zach Morris. That's fair. That's well, globally, fair. I think well, Sora is a much is a how true. Mm, that's interesting because yeah. we export so much of our media. True. I wonder if like Friends, Saved by the Bell, is a sitcom that was on in other nations. Oh God! And that's I what bet they it thought at least Americans were into Canada. <laughs> that's yeah, what well, they thought. They weren't. They weren't wrong. <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a very true to life portrayal of yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good question, man. I, I don't know, I, but that's why we're not comparing them because it's hard. Exactly. Yeah. This isn't Kingdom Hearts versus Save by the Bell. This is Zach Morris versus Sora. There is something that Zach Morris has over Sora that Sora's is not getting. Is that his hair? He has cooler hair. Zach Morris. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Sora's hair is, there's nothing, like anime hair can be super cool. Yeah. But there's so much of it. And he, it's just very generic, spiky, like not quite a super saiyan, but like halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, like Zach Morris has like, it's like a, a staple. I feel like you walk oh, yeah. into like if you walk into a supercuts, you recognize their style yeah. poster. Like, I'm gonna get the Zach Morris, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. A lot of people but, probably just did that for Halloween. Uh, yeah, right, right. They probably did. Yeah, they probably did. But Zach Morris too. He he like somehow everyone falls for Zach Morris. Girls, guys, they all fall for Zach because he's Morris. a charming man. He's super charming. Sora, not that charming. A little clumsy, and like he even has a hard time like you know getting like one person to love him. So, you know, in a in a more than friends way. I I also feel like, and I know we've talked about how Zach Morris, like, you can't actually necessarily believe him. Yeah, like it's hard to maybe get close to him because you just think he's gonna lie to you all the time or use you for self gain. Right. But at the same time, he'd at least be chill. Yeah. I feel like Sora just has like it's like, well, I have to lug around this giant sword everywhere. Yeah. And like, if you hang out with me. Things aren't really going to be like, I'm going to be kind of a downer because like life sort of sucks for me. And he was like, you know, he grew up on an island with like really not much to do. There was like three areas in it, Destiny Isle, you know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, how much can he offer? Like, well, did Sora even go to school? I honestly, I uh, growing up, I had no idea because Zach Morris went to school. Yeah, Zach Morris went to school. He is in school. He and his schemes, right? Mm -hmm. They're all educated. While Sora is kind Mm -hmm. of following his Mm -hmm. heart, Zach Morris is more of like a logical kind of guy i mean i gotta say this day and age i need more people that want to get educated yeah yeah i hear that i, <laughs> I, hear I think that. that's a point we have not considered the academic levels <laughs> of our characters that's such a good point point. and i think zach because zach they do a saved by the bell goes to college series zach goes to school he finishes Does college. he go to he usc high school he goes to college yeah, yeah he goes to a great school yeah that is a point in Zach Morris's guard that I didn't think we were going to find. Yeah, Sora is like pretty. He 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 has a one track mind, I think. You know, um, and it's, he just thinks about you know trapped on a desert island. Keep, keep you want Sora, right? That's yeah. who you want with you, trapped on a desert island. You he bring Zach Morris. You're just going to have like a volleyball match. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, in terms of characters, I'm like leaning towards Zach. I am too because I think he, I love Sora. He's such a goofball, but. He's like a goofball, and uh, not saying that goofballs can't win or anything, but like I don't think like like I don't know. He doesn't really. Sure, he stands up against darkness and stuff like that, uh, and deals with like a lot of weird. He's even died to come back to life, which Zach Morris has not. Um, right, right. But I don't know. I think Zach Morris's influence on a culture is more impactful. Yeah, and you know, here's here's an interesting thing. I was just thinking, right is Zach Morris, I would say, some people could be like, oh, he's just like a generic cool white guy. But he actually wasn't because he's very introspective. His whole like freezing time ability and everything. We forget, yeah. Let's not forget. Very, very powerful man. Yeah. Very powerful Zach Morris. But (laughs) since he can do that, he spends a lot of that time like thinking and contemplating and like summarizing his life and finding morals and values and things. Sora, as great of a character as Sora, is doing great things, doing great things. Thank you, Sora. Saving the world. Save the universe. Yeah. But I feel like Sora's uh, environment, the problems that Sora's placed in are more interesting than Sora. Like if you take Sora, Sora yeah. out of that world and just put Sora back on the island, Sora's just going to go back to just hanging out on the island, which like that's nice. Yeah. But that's not, I wouldn't say that's like the most interesting and character. I, I, I would agree with you. Like if you took Sora out, the Kingdom Hearts storyline would still be interesting without Sora. Yeah. I think. Yeah. At least. Yes. 
You yes, know? you could swap out Sora with another hero, and I don't know if, how much you would lose. And like, and if you take Zack Mortal Saved by the Bell, it would That's, not. It, it it's literally not wouldn't work. work. It does I mean? not work. Yeah, correct. I'm gonna give it to Zack. I think we. I think we, have think to we give got it. it. We have to give it to Zack. Okay. Um, sorry, S- Sora. You're gone. I'm gonna put Sora in the trash bucket. We also forgot to mention that the loser, uh, the losers. Excuse yeah. me. Um, after this round, they are gone. Yeah. If you so like the way we're looking at it is. All of our losers at this point have either been voted in to get a second chance or they've had a second chance because they've gone into a winner's round, which yeah. it seems cruel to, for them to get permanently eliminated. Yeah. But now that we've thoroughly talked about them, we've made the right calls here. Yeah. So uh, when this episode ends, there'll be one piece of paper left and everyone <laughs> else will be permanently destroyed, never allowed into the bucket again. Yes, exactly. So uh, there's just know, too many characters. There's a lot. We there's just too many characters. Yeah. Yeah. So we get too many characters. Our next uh, round two of this uh, loser bracket, we have uh, my. Oh, that's right. In round two, (laughs) I forgot. So I'm waiting here. uh, In the round two of the loser bracket, we have the genie of the lamp from Aladdin versus Mr. Samwise Gamgee from The Lord of the Rings. Okay, so I have to tell you, uh, I went out after our episode with Emma. And uh, my girlfriend, Teresa, and I, we went and we got happy hour and I was telling her about who won. And I told her how Tails lost the episode in the first round. And she was like, how does Tails lose? Tails is like the ultimate companion, the perfect ultimate psychic. I was like, I was like, you're not wrong. Tails is a great character. She was like, she was like, but I was like, the only person better than Tails is Samwise Ganji. It's literally what she said to me. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) that being said. She made some good points to me that I, I have thought about since then, which is like the, the first real fan feedback in some ways that we've had yeah. uh, to help us reconsider this. Boy, Lord of the Rings, that whole universe would be real screwed without Samwise Ganji. It really would, dude. They would be, they would not, the whole, yeah. it would be all orcs. And, like, it would be, yeah. they would lose. They would yeah. lose. And, and in some ways you could compare Samwise to Sora in that like he had a very simple life. Yeah, but when he the call to action came, he rose to the challenge. Yeah, and then he returned to his simple life. Yeah, but I feel like Sam is very changed. Yeah, he's, he's a changed person, right? He's evolved. Like yes. in the in the trilogy, he is evolved. He as has a character. grown in yeah. a lot of ways that I think will help change the future of Hobbit society. Yeah, I, I agree. And Sam will be the one that will be like as much as he will tell the stories of other people. That's like his torch. He's going to carry their torch. Yeah. And he's also going to, it's going to elevate himself because he's so selfless that he's going to talk about everyone else, but everyone's going to know the true legend and hero was Sam. Yeah. Like I'm, I love the genie, but right now I'm already coming into this thinking like Sam is a very good character that I think we maybe didn't give a, a and fair enough yeah. chance. Like, yeah, yeah. Think about it too. Like when Sam comes back, he also knows how to deal with all this stuff. So like if it, you know, he probably like might start training the hobbits and stuff like that, and like preparing them. And he also has like the allies that he's created, and like you know, he's kind of. I would say Sam is almost like a diplomatic leader now uh, for the uh, for the Shire. Yeah, he you know? and he will be the liaison to the rest of the world of. Hobbiton yeah. because the hobbits were sort of not even considered right like when when the leaders of the free like the men and the elves and the dwarves were meeting it's like where were the hobbits no representation but who saved the world the, the hobbits. hobbits yeah right it's all and and if there was no sam none they'd all be dead yeah there'd just be ring race hanging around orcs everywhere mm-hmm. be gross everything would be wet and dirty no nasty. one would be having a good time yeah Middle Earth would there'd be, be no trees 
Yeah. No talking trees. Yeah. Uh, man, the well, genie. Genie, the yeah. genie, on the other hand, what a fun guy. He's just so what powerful. A fun guy. Right? Is that yeah. why we picked him to give him a second chance? Is it because of the magic? Because I want to love the genie, but now that we're talking about him, I'm already not. Tell me something good about the genie. What's, He's, what's uh, good about the genie? Oh, man. If you need uh, someone who's really good at 90s trivial pursuit. He's... Well, it's going to be updated, right? Because we're getting a new genie with the new. Oh, Aladdin. that's true. So it'll be updated genie. We didn't think about that. So right. just just pop He's culture in general. He's got all all the references. What if it's not? What if it's still the same? Like, oh my god! From the 90s? Oh my god! I hope not, Jim and E. Uh, but yeah, they just have know, like a Robin Williams. Well, he's just a guy who was trapped with magical powers, and, right? And he, he was it, was uh, he a person you know, that gets cursed and turned into a genie? Like, how does that, that work? I I, I kind of feel like do genies a, procreate? I don't think so. Although there was a female genie in the animated series, and he like fell in love with her. But didn't she like trick him or something? I don't remember. The animated series was like, <laughs> are we counting? We're counting that, right? Cause, yeah, because that was him. With that that's was him canon. free. He was a free genie yeah, in that's that. Canon. So absolutely, you know. Um, it's weird that he stayed blue, right? I'm not wrong, right? It's weird that he stayed blue, like he's freed. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think because right? Jafar in Return of Jafar, he like transforms back into like Jafar. You know what I mean? Even though he still right. got genie powers, uh, he didn't stay red. I get it that. Felt like him being freed meant that he could be a person, but he's not. He's still this like other creature, right? So he just likes it, man. It's just he's comfortable in that. It's, it's interesting. Like I feel, you know, there's a lot of times where we may not have enough lore for the characters available, but we can recognize why they're important. Yeah. With the genie, it's hard because there's enough information that we can talk about him, but there's like some real gaps that are hard for me to square here with the genie. Well, yeah, because well, like if I recall the genie, like the genie was kind of encouraging Aladdin to use like his powers to like make him look all flashy and stuff like that. He didn't really like Aladdin kind of came to the, like, like he came to the realization on his own. I think, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think the genie was like teasing him because I think, I believe the genie sees Aladdin just like all other people. And it's just For sure. selfish. And it's just like, sure. Get some materialistic crap. Like don't care about me. Oh at yeah. All. Yeah. Like, yeah. For whatever. sure. Yeah. But then he he was freed, man. You ever see that? Did the genie ever do anything for himself? Like in once in the he's franchise, freed? he goes on vacation, and okay. then he becomes the moon. Where does he go to the vacation? Uh, <laughs> I, he goes around the world. Remember, he even yeah. goes to Disney World. He comes back with like a Disney World hat. You know what I mean? Of course he does. Yeah, little Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah, that's probably pretty cool. Dude, I'm really having a hard time giving an argument for the genie. I know he's just a fun guy, and like that's it's interesting about that it. he, he got. He's the one that got in from that round, but yeah. at the same time. This is why we need the audience yeah, input, Yeah, this is why man. we need the audience feedback. But this is also why this is the free bonus one because, uh, you know. Look, he's a very interesting character. He's super powerful. You wouldn't want to go up against the genie. You wouldn't want to cross the genie. The genie doesn't really wield his power for evil unless asked to, and he seems to not want to use his gifts at all for, like, self-gain, at least in any, like, yeah, bad yeah. ways. So, like, the genie hasn't done a lot that's great. That's why it's the story of Aladdin. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Huh. Like, the genie allows people to either damage themselves or, like, help themselves or help others. Yeah. But the genie doesn't really do things to other people. Right. It's like the genie just enables those things to happen. Yeah, exactly. I, Dude. The power that's being wielded, we recognize and respect. We do. We respect you, genie. But I'm honestly, I think it's a no-brainer in terms of people who I want to hang with, in terms of people who are, like, influential. 
uh, you know, and like represent a whole race of people who are uh, not recognized. You know, hobbits like people respect them now. You know, um, I gotta give it to Sam. I, I'm feeling Sam, dude. I can't. I I'm having a hard time developing a, a we valid have argument. Have to give it to Sam. We have to. It would yeah. be a travesty if Sam yeah. Wiseganju lost to the genie from a. And maybe maybe if I was a little kid, maybe I'd like I'd argue genie more because he's funny. It's such a uh, the genie is so superficial is the problem. Yeah, that's why yeah. the second we try to think and talk about him. Yeah. On paper, I'm like, Genie's awesome. Yeah. Then we sit here. Maybe we messed up. Maybe Will Smith's character from Independence Day had a better chance. <laughs> you know you know why I realized, uh, and it's the reason why I didn't suggest we bring him in? Yeah. Because we have to call him Will Smith's character from Independence Day. The fact that we can't think of his name. Well, it's Steve. I know, I know now it's Steve Hiller. That yeah, being said, yeah. like, I can't go up to someone and say... Steve Hiller, and they'd be like, oh, Will Smith and Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they'd be like, yeah, remember when he punched that alien? He's like, welcome to Earth. And he's like, yeah. oh, I knew that, but I didn't know that was his name. It's like he smoked a cigar. It looked really cool back then. Yeah, it did look pretty cool. It did look really well, cool. Well, we're going to give this one to Sam. Uh, so sorry, Jeannie. Looks like you're going to have to be banished for another 10,000 years. <laughs> it can give you a pain <laughs> in the neck. <laughs> okay, so here's the, real, here's the real crumb, right? Yeah, here it is. Because we have two very different characters. Yeah. We have the leader of the pack, who's like kind of a narcissist and a jerk. Yeah. And then we have like the soft spoken, like the, the like sort of background sidekick. Here's what I'm going to say about character. Sam already. I'll, I'll, out of the gate, I'm going to the say the there's something that Sam has that Zach doesn't. And that Sam, to me, is like the, one of the. It was like a, an amazing representation of what it, of like a nice guy who you know who is able to rise up to a challenge, who was able to lead. Like that 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 kindness isn't weakness, because um, I feel like Zach Morris is someone who tries to exploit kindness as weakness. Well, because Zach Morris is a nice guy, but Zach Morris is a nice guy. Yes, you know <laughs> Zach yeah. Morris is a self-described nice guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. Uh, so to me, I think Samwise, like he he represents that, and I think that's really important. But I'll say this, the kind of guy Zach Morris is, is the perfect spoiler to a Samwise Ganju because Samwise isn't, Samwise will allow people to like kind of step over him. Yeah, yeah. Unless like Samwise will step in and step up when needs to be. Yeah. But otherwise, if it's at his own expense, he'll be like, no, it's fine. Like, okay, just let him like whatever, give him the, like, let him do his thing. Because, because Zach wants something, he's going to take it. Yeah. Sam is going to only fight for something if it's being taken from him. Right, like, yeah. well, like I don't, I don't see anything in Lord of the Rings where Sam's like, "Well, I want this, so I'm going to go for it." It was more like, "You need me to do this, so I'll do it." Right. Zach sees something and he takes it. Sam only tries to hold on to what he has. Right, but so it's like it's hard going. Ooh. They're like opposite, opposites for yeah. sure. Like they're the spoiler to. One I can't another. give a point on anyone for that. No, um, you can't. It's because literally opposites. Because this is Zach is the perfect heel to a Samwise Ganji, and it's why you don't actually have in Saved by the Bell like like the nerdy friend like Screech actually is weird. He's not that yeah. like perfect nice guy because he wouldn't it wouldn't work. Zach and him wouldn't be able to get along. Yeah, for because sure. They would fight too much. They would argue with each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and you know, and I I will say too that if you did, I think Zach is a what a bigger known name like a well-known name like globally more than sam i don't think interesting i i would argue that interesting because that's how i felt about zach and sora but now this is the one where i don't know lord of the rings is so big 
It's like one of the world's biggest books ever. It is. It is. But like how many people actually like read them? You know what I mean? How many people watch the movies? I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I do think. I think more people saw Lord of the Rings than ever watched Saved by the Bell. Think about like mm. daytime TV. What are the numbers on that? Maybe like, let's say it was a great show. Yeah. Let's yeah. say it's like breaking records. 10 million people were watching. Yeah. Right. Ah, man. Like way more people saw Lord of the Rings than that. Yeah. That movie made hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Damn. Uh, this is a really if hard nut. If we're talking about reach, characters, popular cultural reach, I would say Zach Morris has uh, is considered a higher strata because it's like you hear Zach Morris and it's like, oh, he is like the elite character from this sort of very popular uh, like social commentary. Right. But you hear Samwise Gamgee, you're like, oh, well, he's a character in this huge thing. So it is Lord of the Rings is bigger yeah. than Saved by the Bell. But Zach is a bigger piece to the puzzle that he comes from than Sam is in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. At least as far as people think. Because people think Lord of the Rings, they first will think about Frodo, Frodo. and Gandalf. Yeah, Those and are Gandalf. the first two people. Yeah. And then maybe Legolas. And then... But Zach Morris Samwise. is like, when he thinks Saved by the Bell, he thinks Zach Morris. Like, Right. Yeah. Because he is Saved by the Bell. Ah... Because he's, he's the fourth wall breaker. Zach Morris, like in some ways, you know, and it's why we have to always gauge how much of the franchise we consider, like is a part of the discussion. He is Saved by the Bell because he's the one who breaks the fourth wall. Like he calls time out. He talks right. to the camera. So he is the narrative of that show, whereas Samwise is a part of a much larger story. He's arguably one of the most vital and important parts, but he's just a piece of the picture. That's a good point. That's a very valid point. So we got to give that point to Zach. Uh, do we want the support or do we want the leader? It's like, who do you want? Like, do we, are we going for the DPS or the support on this? Because we've got... <laughs> Hear me out on this. Who gives okay, better speeches? Because they both, they both they are both like... give good speeches. Give good... Zach they Morris both are, would never make me cry. I bet Samwise could make me cry. Samwise could make me cry. Samwise could make me cry. Yeah. Zach Morris... They're both good. Like, they're both kind of like Bardic in yeah. their, like, you know, the way they in, uh, lift up people's feelings. You know what I mean? They're both very... Can make very strong arguments, though. It's like Zach can make a good argument, but I don't know if he's going to emotionally resonate with me the yeah. way Sam would. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Who would you want for president? I mean, I would love to have Sam. Yeah. Because it would be like the first law he'd sign into action would be like, Lamba's bread for everyone. Potato <laughs> Thursdays, like he would, he would run. Zach Morris would run like a corrupt politician from today. Sam Weisganger would, would yeah. run like he's running for second grade office. He'd be like, "We're gonna have soda in the water fountains." Damn. He just talks about. He would love food, and then he'd be like, "And everyone just has to be nice to each other." And if you're not nice, <laughs> you go to timeout. He'd be like, "Can't we all just like get along and eat potatoes?" Yeah, Zach Morris though is like you know. I think he would be a good politician. Well, he'd be a good politician, but I don't know if I'd want him to be. He's right, right. I don't know if I if I would agree with the things that he might. Oh, want. I totally agree. I, it's hard to say. With the help of his friends and stuff, he That's is true. a good person. That's true. They're like his moral. They're like yeah, and he think about this too. He's a teenager who doesn't know right from wrong. Yet. he's like in a weird space, right? Yeah. So I think like he like all these trials and tribulations he goes through, they kind of are eye openers. He goes on this crazy journey. Because uh, teenagers are pretty selfish and like don't have a, a sense of consequence or you know or like what they they're do. They're narcissists. They're narcissists. Yeah, yeah. they they're not meant to think about other people. And he does learn a lesson in every episode. So could we say that in the entire franchise that he after that after he goes to college he has evolved and become like yeah, a good person. He's grown quite a bit. Who is who is smart God. can be manipulative but use it in a strong sense. There's like it, 
there's something so poetic about the idea that we bring Zach back having realized that like you know a heel is a character that should be allowed to win we shouldn't a character shouldn't lose because they're a bad character being a good character shouldn't necessarily be a point yeah and of all the people for him to possibly eliminate forever <laughs> it'd be like one of the nicest characters in fictional history oh. that would make him he would be the heel of our podcast and for that reason right now unless unless you have somewhere else to go with this i i want to vote for him just for the i want to vote for him just for the fact that we would have our first villain of the show yeah yeah he's an incredible character he can also again he can stop time yeah man i sam love Wise sam can't stop time i love sam wise i love i love sam wise but and if we're talking about like the impact it had on people on society Lord of the Rings didn't have like an impact. Well, I don't think. No, it definitely did. Maybe like in New Zealand, like it's no the book series, not the movies. Maybe oh, but the book but the series. books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to consider the books because if you think. But about we're talking it, about the characters' influence. Yeah, but the books. I mean, no one. No, because like look at look at Game of Thrones. Like Sam in Game of Thrones is definitely based on Sam from Lord of the Rings. Like Lord of the Rings sort of helped popularize and create fantasy, like fiction. Yeah, but but that's a Lord of the Rings argument, right? But Zach is like the character Zach Morris literally yeah. influenced a gener like a yes, decade a generation. Of, of you know millennials, a millennials, yeah, millennials, yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I do. I don't know. I this I honestly am leaning we're, towards Zach, which yeah, is we're crazy. A generation of of Zach Morris's. We're crazy. It's yeah. crazy, but like I I, I'm leaning Jack, toward Zach I'm leaning Morris. towards him. I'm leaning Zach. towards Zach's. I stand with Zach Morris. I stand with Zach Morris. Oh, God. We're terrible people. Uh, I'm sorry. We're giving this one to Zach. I'm sorry, Samwise. It uh, looks like you're not able to... You can carry the, the ring, but this. we can't carry you. I can't believe this. I didn't think you were going to go for it. I really didn't think you I, were going to go for it. I, guys, if you remember, I think Zach Morris is a He's a, he's a jerk. He's, he's a, a jerk. Yeah, he's a jerk. He's a huge jerk. But also not, as you pointed out. He's learned a lot of lessons. Yeah, he just learned he's, all a teen, of them. he's a troubled teenager. Where were his parents, by the way? I don't even remember his parents. He learns all of his lessons the hard way. Is the he thing. does. He, he has to learn everything by making the wrong choice first. Which, which I would argue, too, is that that is, like, I think failure is the best growth is the best you know, yeah you but his decision fail. making skills never got better it's just like he's like okay well have i made this mistake before no all right well i'm gonna do the wrong thing like he's probably makes the right choices if he's made the wrong one before but otherwise he doesn't know how to like compare and contrast yeah his moral compass is broken he just he just has like a map oh, that like man. the pathways get corrected but i i'm I, giving, we're giving it, it to zach, zach. Yeah. i gotta give it to zach it, it it's oof this right, sucks so both of these so we have a bucket of characters from our first division. Oh man, that hurt. Uh, but I think we made the right choice. Fourteen characters are gonna be uh, destroyed forever. Yeah. Um, oh, we already no. had our episode one match for mm-hmm. the second division picked. Uh, so let's remind people, and that's gonna be our first weekly episode. So it's yes. gonna be weekly at this point. So we have Ang versus Spyro. All right. And the Old Spice guy versus Scorpion. <laughs> what a weird matchup. Oh, yeah. my God. Right out of the gate, we have Aang for the first episode of the second division. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Yes. That's pretty nuts. This is going to be wild. Yeah. I'm very excited. 
Guys, guys, thank you so much for hanging out and listening to our launch week of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. If you like what you're, you're hearing here, uh, if you want to join the conversation and talk to us, uh, make sure to follow us on social media on Twitter at uh, UFCPod. I can't believe that yeah. wasn't taken. Yeah, right. I can't believe that wasn't taken. Yeah. So make sure to go there, uh, tweet us your thoughts, uh, share, tell your friends, tell your family. We'd love to hear your their thoughts as well. Uh, I'm Matt Acevedo. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Shy Guy Express. And we miss Mr. Christian Humes. Yeah, I'm at Christian underscore Humes. Also go to our website, zeitheist.com. There's a link there for Ultimate Fictional Character. And we'll have our show page, which will have links. It'll have the bracket. We'll have some images and stuff. Yeah, yeah, guys. And uh, tune in next week as we start the second bracket to find the ultimate fictional character. Stay on the hunt.